Hey moms, moms to be, moms of the spawn. I'm here with Shay as always. And Linky. And we are very excited for today's episode. I know last week we told you guys that we're going to be parenting styles, but we're leaning more towards parenting preferences, parenting techniques, you know, the do's and don'ts of our households and what's important mm-hmm. for us. Um, so let's get right into it, guys. So, good morning, Shay. Good morning. Well, today we're switching it up a little bit. I mean, in more ways than one, you know, because we're not doing the the topic that necessarily we said we were going to do last week. Right. I mean, kind of are, kind of aren't. But normally we're more adept to recording in the afternoon. Yeah, you're right. And we're both up at 1030 recording now. And I know that normally you're up this early. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I've been up since six. We usually get up around six. So sometimes I get to sleep until seven, which is kind of mm. nice. Mm-mm. No, I sleep until about 9.30 or 10 every morning. My kids sleep, like Mason sleeps through the night, but he likes to sleep into the morning too. And Callie doesn't go to bed until like 12 or one like I do. So of course she's going to sleep till late. She's a night owl. Yeah, they're both uh, kind of on the same schedule I am. Link is very much a morning baby. He loves the mornings. It's his happiest time of the day. I could not. I'm glad mine adapted to uh, my sleeping schedule. <laughs> Sometimes it, it's not that bad, but then I'm like, Jesus Christ, the day seems so long. Yes, I've realized that if I do get up in the early morning, like when Michael goes to work or something, the day feels like it drags on forever. Yeah, it really seems to go on for years. Oh, <laughs> also, guys, also, excuse excuse my voice if you hear a change in it. I woke up this morning. I'm extremely congested. Congested. I can't even say my words correctly. So there's a lot of talking through my nose going on. And sorry for, <laughs> sorry for that. But I'm trying to keep my throat wet with Dr. Pepper over here. <laughs> Girl, I'm right there with you. Trying to make it better. <laughs> Mine's not diet, though. <laughs> oh, mine is. I think I've drank diet soda since I was literally a child. You have. Well, like a, like a teenager. <laughs> it just tastes so much better. I could never. It could not be me. I can literally taste the aspartame in diet soda. And, I and it's so funny because I can't tell a difference. So I always have to rely on Alex to take a sip and go, oh, <laughs> I know that it's mine. <laughs> Well, you know, there's people like, do you like cilantro? Um, I think so. I think it's okay. Okay, so I absolutely love cilantro. I can pick it off the plant and eat it just straight, right? Yeah. I was, um, I was made aware the other day that it's a genetics thing. So if you like cilantro, then you, you have a genetic somewhere, somehow. But if you don't like cilantro... It tastes and like soap. Yeah, it tastes like soap. I've heard, yeah, I've heard of it's that. It's a genetic mutation. So That's isn't crazy. That crazy. Like just one little gene can make you like or not like the taste of something. That's so crazy to me. It was mind boggling. Yeah, that is really funny. So what are y'all up to this week? Um, I'm meeting my mom for lunch. I haven't seen my mom in like two months. Oh, where are y'all going for lunch? Probably Mexican. I feel like that is like the go-to <laughs> when you're meeting somebody for food. It's always Mexican, right? 
Absolutely, it is. It's always Mexican. Okay, but with you, it is always Mexican or Chili's. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Chili's is my spot. Your your oh, yeah. obsession for tacos is <laughs> whatever. Like, it we is. actually stopped at Chili's on our way to the hospital, mm-hmm. and and our our waitress was like, "Oh my gosh, when are you due?" I was like, "Today, hunky. This is my last meal." <laughs> actually, I'm supposed to be going to the hospital right now. We're actually, on our way, our car is full it's packed oh I went to the OBGYN and she told me she was like you need to go on over to the hospital I think it's about time for you to be admitted I was like okay but I have time right I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't like push it you just need to go to the hospital let me (laughs) let me add my hospital's literally two miles away from my OBGYN that must be nice. So, um, hold on. I got to clear, clear my face. So that didn't sound too bad, did it? No, <laughs> no, you're good. So anyway, the doctor was like, go straight to the hospital. I was like, okay, but I'm stopping at Chick-fil-A all the way. <laughs> Can I, I have a very I unpopular opinion. I know how, go ahead. I hate Chick-fil-A. I know you would rather Zaxby's chicken. Zaxby's. I'm a Zaxby's bitch. (laughs) Zaxby's is my life. Yeah, no, Zaxby does have really good chicken. The only reason I eat Chick-fil-A is for their waffle fries. I don't even eat it for the chicken. I eat it for the waffle fries. Uh, Chick-fil-A is just so freaking overrated. Like they have good milkshakes, I guess. Michael says the same thing. He was like, they're overpriced. They're overrated. Oh my God. One time we met my dad for dinner and I, we spent $45 at what's that place? It's not Chick-fil-A. It's the other one. Truitt's. Yeah. Truitt's. And I was so mad. I was like, this shit is not even good. (laughs) And we just spent $45 here. It is expensive. I was in a bad mood for the rest of the night. I'm sure you were. I just can't believe I'm still baffled that I'm up at 10 30 in the morning recording guys. I'm proud of you, girl. Right? Should I be. I will say that Chick-fil-A has really good biscuits. They do. I love I like their chicken biscuits. biscuits. But like I say, I'm used to sleeping until like 10.30, so I never have time to get anywhere for breakfast. So it's been a very long time since I've had breakfast from anywhere other than oh, home. Yeah, same. I'm not a breakfast person. Alex <laughs> can eat breakfast neither. all day long. And I'm I just don't... like, I'll go to <laughs> like Waffle House at 9 a.m. and I'll get a burger. I don't even like breakfast meats. You know, I, I don't eat eggs. I'll I don't, eat bacon sometimes, but. Well, I don't eat pork, so. Oh, yeah, you've never ate pork. I feel like you've <laughs> never been a pork girl. No, I hate it. I hate it. I don't know if I'm, I've never been, like, diagnosed allergic to it, but it makes me feel, like, itchy a little bit, and it messes yeah. up my stomach. Like, it just, like, I have what I would say an allergic reaction is. Yeah, you probably pork. do. So maybe my gut just don't agree with it or something like that. Now I have like a couple of slices of bacon here and there. And um, I like bacon with stuff like, like on a burger or yes. like on a biscuit. I can't just eat like. Right. Bacon. I put bacon, bacon in our um in our like shepherd's pie. Yeah. I like bacon like chopped up on top of like a loaded potato or on a yes, or, exactly. or something like that but I can't just eat it straight because if I don't have that other food there to like absorb it yeah it's too much it's too much for me mm-hmm. like literally 
allergy wise. We're just talking. We're not, there's nothing about parenting going on right now. Uh, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We've got it. <laughs> we can turn this ship around. Okay. So now that you've made that point, let's get to the point. <laughs> oh, what are some parenting techniques that you use that you think that not a lot of other people do? Um, well, see, I, it's hard for me because he's only like, he's almost 10 months old. Right. So I, I can say what I like, don't do, like, I don't do cry it out. And everyone keeps telling me you have to let him cry. You know, you have to let him figure it out. You can't always pick him up. And I'm like, no, I've even said that to you before. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how else to help you other than to tell you to sit him down and let him cry for a second. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone says the same thing. Yeah. And I, um, I still nurse him to sleep. Yeah. Every nap, every, every night. Yeah. What do you, like, what's your unpopular opinion on parenting techniques? Like what's your, what do you do? Oh, all the things that they say not to, I definitely do (laughs) I feel like I I do too like we get screen time we have tablets we do um timeouts and little pops on the butt not Mason he's not old enough um we I mean I don't know my kid cusses (laughs) see okay I have a very unpopular opinion when it comes to children cussing are you ready yeah, go ahead. Because it's, it's probably just the same words. Way. Exactly. It's well, literally just a word. But my kid, like, like obviously, I'm not gonna let you cuss out your grandma. You know, right. like, I was about to say, my well, Callie knows there's limits. Like, yeah, there. If you're angry at me, you're not to use those words at me. Like, yeah. those, those are not to you know argue yeah, with me like- words. Those are not disrespect me words. Those are words to help you. Like the same reason I use those words is to help me uh, enunciate my feelings. Yeah. Like, damn it, I stubbed my toe. That means, okay, damn, that hurt. Yeah. Callie looked at Mason. Mason was crawling on the floor the other day and he knocked something over. And Callie just automatically, without any like time between what happened and her reaction, she just turned around real quick. She was like, damn it, Mason. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Callie, what did you say? And my mom was sitting on the couch. mom's like she said exactly what you think she said (laughs) I I feel bad but I think that kids cussing is funny it's funny to me but see I don't have to worry about and you don't either eventually you don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about our kids going to school yeah because we're both homeschooling yeah which is another parenting technique parenting oh yeah that I don't agree with not not necessarily don't agree with but it's just not as big you know like 90 percent everyone that I've said that we're gonna homeschool they're like well you just better make sure he gets his social in or he'll be weird Uh, I'm like okay but that is I I've gone to public school my entire life you know and still socially awkward yeah I'm still socially (laughs) awkward so baby that don't work all the time okay right well that's the that's the same reaction that we get when we say that we're going to um, homeschool is well they need friends they need to be around people okay and there's plenty of homeschool groups co-ops that doesn't mean I'm gonna keep them in the house for his entire life right like we're never gonna leave the house we're never gonna go anywhere right 
Well, what about screen time? How do you feel about screen time? I try not to overdo it because like we've discussed the whole like wooden toys and that's how we prefer the toys to be. But if I need him to be distracted while I like fold some laundry or like while I'm doing this, he's watching, what is this shit? Peppa Pig. Oh girl, I hate Peppa Pig. She has (laughs) such an attitude. (laughs) But if I need him to be distracted, I'll use it. Yeah. Like, like at a funeral, um, at Alex's grandparents' funeral, I had to like play him a video on my phone. It was muted, but right. he was watching, you know, the little sensory Things dance around. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Mason's over there. Like he tries to hold things with his feet. And that's what he's doing now. Like he's trying to hold his toy with, with his feet. Link tries to hold his bottle, not his bottle, his uh, sippy cup with his feet. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, they don't know. They have no idea. Um, no, sir. So what is um what is something else parenting wise that you think is a little controversial to um, or compared to others? I don't personally care if Link learns to share with other kids. Cause hear me out. Do you share your car? Right. You share your home decor? Do you share your stuff, your phone, your anything with other well, people besides Michael? Right. You don't, oh, listen, you don't have to make an argument to me because we don't do the sharing either. Unless like they I, want to. If I they understand feel like, like they taking share. turns and stuff, but right. you're not just going to come up to my kid and like take his toy just because you want it. If he wants to give it to you, he can. If he doesn't want to, I'm not going to make him. Right. It's his. Right. Now, anytime that I bring that up, I know my mom was like, because my, my, I guess, reasoning behind it was there's never going to be a time when you go into, let's say, a subway and there's somebody sitting there eating a sandwich and you're like, hey, I want half that sandwich. And they're just going to be like, okay, here, I'll share with you yeah like I mean there might be but so nine times out of ten it's not gonna happen nobody you you're not just gonna get what you want because you go up to somebody and you're like hey I want you to share with me Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten you want my mom's argument to that was well nobody will ever want to share if everybody teaches their kids the way that you're teaching them and I see her she has a valid point yeah I see that yeah because if I'm not teaching my kid to share, she's not teaching her kid to share, and they're not teaching their kid to share. Okay, so no, play with your own stuff. Nobody's gonna. <laughs> there you go. Nobody's gonna share. But at the same time, like I grew up and I was taught to share, but I don't like just give to anybody that walks up to me. So yeah, it's a double-edged sword though because I want my kid to, you know, be good-hearted and right. want to do for other people. We're obviously going to teach him to be a good person, but right. if he doesn't want to share his GI Joe with Tommy across the street, he doesn't have to. Right. It's harder to explain the basics behind mm-hmm. it than it is yeah. to just do it. Like I remember when I was younger, not a kid, because when I was, my sisters were born when I was, you know, nine or ten years old. But I would always have to um, give them like my Nintendo DS if they mm-hmm. asked nicely. Like I was never allowed to say, no, I'm playing it right now. My mom would be like, well, they asked nicely. So give it to them. 
Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask nicely if I can get my food for free at Chili's, and they better give it to me because I asked nicely. Right. Like, but that's not to say you're not gonna teach manners. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just a exactly it's a, it's a fine line. Yeah. Because yes, we're gonna teach them how to say please. I guess it's not it's not so much. Okay, maybe I just made like a revolution of a revelation of <laughs> of what we were talking about when we talked about not sharing between just the two of us mm-hmm. so maybe it's not that we're not going to teach them how to share but maybe it's just gonna we're going to teach them that they can and and are able to establish boundaries right oh let's talk about that for a second okay let's go I'm very big on consent if my child does not want to hug you he does not have to if my child does not want you to kiss him do not kiss him like, yes. do you remember, I sent you this video of this grandma just all in this kid's face and him squirming to get away. Do you remember that? And he was like, no, no. And she was like, you love me, don't you? You love me, don't yes. you? Yes. That makes me physically sick. It makes me feel very icky. There's absolutely no way that would be going down with me. Right. No, because I could never like, that's like, okay, with, with me at work, I have people all the time. They're like, give me a hug it's nice to see you I'm like "Eh." yeah no I don't know you don't know you don't know where you've been like that's nice to see you too but you're a complete stranger other than you know in the store yeah I have my regulars I love my regulars but it I just it goes back to like I don't know if it was on an episode or was it just between us but when I was telling you I was like could you imagine not being able to do anything for yourself and then walking yeah. up <laughs> yeah saying hey I'm thirsty oh okay well I'll do it for you later <laughs> not to say that you have to do exactly what your kids want you to do at every minute of the day but just keep it in the back of your mind like they physically can't do it yeah I agree um, yeah no the consent thing I'm very big on that too um I cannot stand for Callie to like turn her turn her head to somebody because Callie's not just gonna be like no I don't want to give you a hug but like when she turns her head or like turns her body away from somebody mm-hmm. when she's sitting in my lap and they're like come here come here and she like snuggles into me more and that you yeah. can tell that she, she does doesn't that want to too. and they pull her off of me anyway it makes me want to fight somebody. yeah if at that point I'm very like what's the word passive when yes. it comes to some stuff but that I'm not gonna like if Link People will hold Link and he's like physically trying to like bounce out of your arms and he's like, right. ah, ah, you know, right. put him down. Right. He does not want you to hold him. Right. He wants to, he's at this stage where he just wants to go and go right. and run, not run. He can't run. Um, <laughs> he wants to be in his walker. He wants to crawl around or he wants to play. Right. Like he does not want to be held 24 seven. Yeah. It- it's very easy to tell when they don't want to be held or when they don't want to be bothered. So respect that. (laughs) What's your parenting style? I guess I don't, I guess I identify as like a gentle parent. Right. Because we don't, what's funny girl. (laughs) Just like, I guess we identify as. Well, see, I don't know because, like, I'm not, like, a crunchy mom, you know? What is a crunchy mom? Um, One of those vegans that are, like, mean to other moms. I don't know. That's, oh, okay. 
that's the only like explanation <laughs> yeah that's the only crunchy mom i've seen is those really mean tiktok vegan moms let me i'm fixing to google it while we're sitting here because i don't know i've never heard of a crunchy mom um now i know that there are four different according to like research and studies okay so according to the urban dictionary crunchy mom is defined as a member of an increasingly growing group of moms who are neo hippies they generally believe that there is something bad or less beneficial about buying mainstream products or doing other common activities in the mainstream way so basically just opposite of what's popular Anyway, <clears throat> there's four different styles of parenting according to researchers. Yeah. So you've got your authoritarian, authoritative. Well, we took that quiz yesterday. Yeah. And you've got passive and you've got um, neglectful or uninvolved. It's all, the, the fourth one is always a word for basically neglectful. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you're right we did we took that quiz yesterday and what how did you feel about the quiz because I know how I felt about the quiz but what I was mine you. authoritative no yours was passive passive I don't know because I feel like I personally am a very passive person but I don't think I'm a passive parent right but then again he is only 10 months old so of course I'm gonna let him get away with you know screaming in public I'm not gonna yell at him you know yeah like like how can you parent a 10 month old right well I know that mine said that I was authoritarian and I can see it I can see that I'm not saying that there's not some authoritarian techniques or vibes Mm -hmm. that I you know that I have like I'm but in my opinion, but how do you categorize, how do you categorize yourself in one thing of parenting? And that's exactly what I was about to say is like, I fit every one of these boxes at least six times a day. Yeah. But there's no way that like I am this- just steadily and consistently one type of parent. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> so I threw it away. <laughs> like, I do not care what that check a box quiz said because no, ma'am. And maybe I am passive, you know, I don't know but you're probably not I mean right now you're as far as like he's 10 months old yeah (laughs) like what am I gonna do put him into the corner he's just gonna crawl out of it I feel like everybody's passive when yeah babies are infants like you can't really be anything else Um, but I plan on doing gentle parenting you know no spanking but I do believe that timeouts do work oh yeah like what how are you gonna I don't know like reflect on what you did and why it was wrong and I'll explain to you why it was wrong and why you shouldn't do it but I'm not gonna spank them um I don't think timeouts work at all oh you don't (laughs) absolutely not no because like for you with well with Callie she's almost five right or is she almost four she'll be four February four in February Mm -hmm. so so it's not like, it's just, how do I explain it? Well, we tried the spanking thing with her. Does mm-hmm. not work. Timeout does not work because she's just going to sit, excuse me, sir. She's just going to sit <laughs> in timeout and like pitch a fit. 
Oh yeah, I've seen. Have you seen the TikToks of those of like the kids just like screaming in timeout? Yeah, but if you're oh, sitting there screaming, if you're sitting there pitching a fit, if you're throwing yourself around, you're not thinking about what you've done. Yeah, you're thinking you're, about what you're doing now. Yeah, like you're just trying to deflect the situation. So we have a new technique, and it's it's child safe, guys. It's definitely like I called my mom. I called CPS on my mom when I was little for it, and they were like, mm, "Don't know what to tell you. It's legal." Um, when I was younger. I was made to sit on the wall. You ever heard of that? Sit on the wall. Like, um, like squat? Yeah, kind of. Like your, okay. bat is, your back is flat. I've done that. Wall. Your legs are at out. School. They made me do that at school. Yes, ma'am, they did. Used to be a punishment at school. And I don't know if it's necessarily considered a corporal punishment or not, which I don't care what you call it. If it works, it works. I'm not physically putting my hands on my kids. I'm not beating them. I'm not. <clears throat> I don't care. It works. Um, excuse me, sir. There you go. So anyway, that's what works for Callie is sitting on the wall. And you, you do it for like two minutes. It gets the message ac across very quickly. Like Callie sat on the wall and come out a whole different kid after two minutes. Like the attitude was gone all day. I mean, for the rest of the day, like it worked. So, Mason, I'm fixing to sit Mason on the wall too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that's what we're that's what we're up against. But I can, I can 100% say that it built. Like, I can remember my grandpa saying this my whole life, and it used to make me cringe every time I heard it. But I can for certain say that it builds character. <laughs> like it built. I can base and, and think my sitting on the wall is is my whole soccer career. <laughs> like the whole reason I was able to play soccer. Oh, I have a good one for you that I just thought of. What is it? Do you force Callie to eat like her vegetables or like whatever's on her plate? I do not force her to eat anything that she doesn't want to eat, but she is not allowed to get candy or ice cream or, okay or or any kind of prize or snack until she at least tries it and if she tries it and she doesn't like it that's cool but I can tell when Callie's just saying that she doesn't like something because she just doesn't want to eat right and the fact and and the difference between that and when she actually does not like something mm -hmm. so she um she has to try it and genuinely not like it right before she's able to say that she's done and I a thousand percent agree with that I plan on doing the exact same thing because I remember when I was a kid I was you I was forced to eat stuff I didn't like and um one time my grandma was at work so I was with her husband mm -hmm. and um I tried to make myself a bologna and cheese sandwich but he was like no you're gonna have um vegetable soup and I was like oh but you know I I, I don't want that I can make my own sandwich, you know, right. I'm, I'm 10 years old. I can make my own sandwich. Thanks though for right. the input that I did ask for. Right. And um, he was like, well, you're going to sit at that table until all of that vegetable soup is gone. So guess what my ass did? So Sat my ass there for five hours. Yeah. And I think that's so unhealthy. It, and I think that's why I don't eat vegetables now. Link eats more vegetables than I do. Right. I think it's very unhealthy to like 
force someone to eat something that they do not like and do not want right no I'll eat vegetables raw (laughs) all of them I like all foods but I can't remember ever being made to like eat anything I didn't like that was not something that I had to deal with growing up but the only thing I've never liked was onions and after I got pregnant with Callie and had Callie like I can eat a raw onion now I don't know what changed I used to absolutely hate onions whether they were cooked in whether they were on top of something whether they were by themselves like I hated onions but after I had Callie I can eat them now I have texture issues. Like I love the flavor of onions. Like I use onion powder and everything. Right. I hate the crunch. I love the flavor of like pickles. I hate the texture. See, and my pickles and onions and anything that's supposed to be crunchy has to be like crunchy or I won't eat it. Like I can't stand grapes that are soft. They have to be hard and crunch when I eat them. I will not eat soft grapes, blueberries. Like mushy. I can't. It no. makes me feel gross. Oh, yeah. Thinking about it makes my skin crawl. Yeah. Well, and then you got to think maybe that's why a kid doesn't want to eat something too. You can't just force them to like, yeah, it, does, it doesn't make sense to me. But as always, to each their own, if you want to make sure that your kid eats all their vegetables, yeah, go for power it. Power to you, girl. Mm-hmm. Mine aren't. I have this really good recipe that I made up mm-hmm. that um, is like hidden veggie, uh, like pasta sauce yeah so that's how I get my vegetables in I just eat them <laughs> I went to the I went to the grocery store last night spent a hundred dollars on a bunch of junk while I'm sitting here saying that I eat vegetables <laughs> I do not buy junk anymore no me. I buy junk for Alex but I have a very bad habit of like just eating junk all day and then not eating like any dinner or anything well I do that too but I'm at work most of the time when dinner's done so if I don't eat throughout the day then I will be hungry while I'm at work so it just works better um what do you feed like do you have do you so Link eats other foods other than breast milk clearly so do you have like rules of the food that he eats um I don't like to let him have like a lot of sugary stuff but I did give him like a little tiny bite of um a milky way on chris not christmas halloween yeah because he worked for it girl right yeah he went to all them doors <laughs> yeah so and with, um so i try yeah. not to do stuff like that like he usually eats like pretty healthy like I'll, yeah. i make him like smoothies and like oatmeal and stuff like that and like right. um like fruit pancakes yeah we'll see with um with Callie and Mason because both my kids eat exactly what we eat um right unless it's like their snacks or their lunch because I don't eat breakfast and 90% of the time I'm not eating lunch like I'll snack throughout the day but I don't eat full Mm -hmm. meals it's just a habit that I have um so when I cook I cook healthy you know 90% it's like a fish or um oh hell no we don't eat fish I love fish we love fish and seafood Mm -hmm. um we'll eat pastas a lot of the time which isn't completely healthy but it is what it is um I mean just we we eat a lot of pasta and rice too yeah so not completely healthy now that I think about it but it's it's like 
not as bad as it could be. I guess when I say healthy, I mean compared to fast food. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I refuse to buy frozen chicken nuggets. So I have my. I junk think food. they're so nasty. I think they're gross, actually. Listen, I love me some Tyson frozen chicken nuggets. Oh no, those are the worst. I hate. Maybe do it's you just have breaded. an air fryer? I do not. That's I, why I you don't like breaded. I don't like breaded chicken nuggets. Like oh, if they're okay. battered, that might be a different story, but I haven't found any of those. Right. I well, just, I can't do, I can't. Well, I'm going to need for you to get an air fryer because you'll change your mind. Everything actually comes out the texture that it's supposed to come out. Um, but anyway, with the kids, as far as our kids go, like I try not feeding the die 40. I try and keep them right. as, as close to organic as I can. Like all of their snack foods and stuff like that come from Aldi's. So it's, it's yeah, organic. Yeah, all of my stuff is organic. Yeah, it's it's very low sugar, if sugar at all. Um, I just we talk about that. Are you one of those moms that are like no sugar? No, absolutely. Like my my kids don't are not allowed to have sugar. Absolutely not. My kids eat sugar probably more than I do. Yeah, I'm like I feel like come on, like um, come on. I'm more, I'm more worried about the. Get out of here, people. I'm more worried about the red dye 40s. I oh, yeah, am for sure. very cautious of red dye 40s. Now, with Callie, I let her eat her, her Halloween candy without very much caution because, it, you know, it's very minute compared to as much as what other kids get without their parents even realize they're getting that much red dye 40s. Yeah. The reason, and I don't know if anybody cares, but the reason that I'm so against red dye 40 is because of all the health, um, the the health worries that come with it. Yeah, it's, I've heard a lot of them. Yeah, it, I try to. I mean, he's only ten months old, but I'm gonna try my best to keep most of it away from him. Red dye for, uh, red dye 40 is actually banned in uh, like European countries because of how bad it is yeah see that's scary yeah so um so are those um those eggs that you get at like kinder eggs yeah those are like banned everywhere but here well no they redesigned them so used to used to when you open the kinder egg it was literally just a chocolate egg and then you would open it and in the center of it would be the toy so now when you open them, uh-huh. one half of the egg has the toy and one half of the egg is the edible part. Oh, okay. They banned it because kids were eating small toy pieces. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so they're, uh, the Red Dye 40 is banned in Norway, Finland, France, Austria, and the UK. Damn. So I just had to pull it up real quick so, <laughs> so that I could uh, be correct on it. I didn't want to be wrong about it it's got um red eye 40 is made out of petroleum i think it's in ew it's a synthetic yeah synthetic color additive or food dye made from petroleum so i don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of health warnings it can cause adhd in kids Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
Well, it has been linked to, let me correct myself because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a, <laughs> not a therapist, psychiatrist, anything like that. I have no PhD. I have no MD. Like, I don't know other than what I've researched for myself. But uh, I'm looking at this article right now. It's been linked to aggression and mental disorders like attention deficit hyperactive disorder, which is ADHD. Oh, damn. So it can cause... Um, Children to be easily distracted, trouble holding their attention on tasks, forgetful, fidget, outbursts of anger, inappropriate times. Well, that's um, a good reason to not let them have it. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot behind it as to why I specifically look out for the red dye 40. Now, I'm sure the other, you know, food colorings like the blue 20 or whatever is not necessarily good for them either. Yeah. So what about like, what do you, um, do you like limit what they watch? Um, so Callie used to get on YouTube kids a lot and would watch the slime videos or the fidget videos or, you know, the opening the surprise egg videos and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so I had to put Mason down for a nap, but what I was saying was Callie, you know, she used to watch all those videos. But then I started like overhearing them and they were talking about things that had nothing to do with the slime videos and things that I did not want Callie like hearing about. Like, um, that boy is so cute. Are you going to kiss him and stuff like that? What the hell? Yes. So I was like, okay, no, no more of that. So now she's only allowed to watch Disney, like the Disney plus app. Mm -hmm. And, um, she watches Roku TV because she has a Roku in her room. Um, and she's not allowed to watch like Peppa Pig. I cannot stand Peppa Pig. Is it bad? Should I not be letting Link watch it right now? Well, I mean, completely up to you, but Peppa Pig has such a snotty attitude. Oh, okay. I don't want her to pick up on that. Um, Caillou, she's not allowed to watch Caillou because he's just such a whiny ass baby. Okay. I have a very unpopular opinion when it comes to Caillou. Caillou was my shit back in the day. I loved that show. Mm -hmm. Why does everyone hate it? I loved it. Because he's so whiny. All he does is whine. So I don't let her, I don't let her watch anything that she could pick up on nasty behaviors with. Gotcha. So like she watches a lot of Paw Patrol. She She watches a lot of, um. PJ Mask. Um, she likes what's that other one? Oh, Gabby's Clubhouse is a real big one right now. Link really likes um stuff that's not for babies, like Blue Planet. Oh, that reminds me, Callie really, really loves Bluey. Oh yeah, he likes Bluey too. Bluey but I heard that Bluey isn't for kids. It's a parenting show. Well, and that makes sense because half the time I'm sitting there and I'm like, my kid deserves Bluey parents. <laughs> I'm not bluey parents like I can them pups have like the most patience did you see the episode where like he's the dad is dragging him in the wagon to the store and he was like when we get there the kid he was like when we get there this is happening this is happening dad's like no it's not <laughs> the kid's like yes it is he was like fine we'll just turn around and go home and he turns the wagon around and they're walking back home <laughs> I was like maybe I should start watching it with him Yes, I watch it with, <laughs> I probably watch it like me and Callie have been sitting on the, on the couch when it's time for bed and she'll fall asleep on the couch and I will like watch five more episodes of Bluey before <laughs> turn it. Oh my God. 
you just got paramount plus do you have that no i don't oh my god so as told by ginger is on there oh okay watching that oh i love that show do you remember it yes yes let's not even get too far on that topic because we will sit here all day talking about do you remember this show do you remember that show (laughs) um my kids will probably watch a lot of um the shows that i watched growing up except for like i don't like the idea of you weren't allowed to watch some of the stuff i was allowed to watch i wasn't and i mean honestly now that i watch it i'm like i'm so glad i was not allowed to watch stuff like that because callie wouldn't be allowed to like ed ed and eddie that oh that show is so stupid most ridiculous show i've ever seen in my life spongebob but cow and chicken you were not allowed to watch that no that show was so funny to me back in the day yeah but if you watch it now it's like all those subliminal messages that are in it oh Oh, yeah for sure link isn't gonna watch it but i loved it back in right you know what callie's not allowed to watch spongebob i hate oh really i hate spongebob i feel like the scenes are too short and that they would cause an attention like oh yeah because i get that you know you only have like a six second scene it changes every six seconds and you're used to something changing so quick your attention span is that of a goldfish you know like (laughs) you don't pay attention that long so but I also think really far into things (laughs) oh yeah me too I way over the fault yeah so other uh, we've talked about how you know different we like to to parent or children what do you what do you think the outcome let the, let this be like a time capsule like how do you think your kid's gonna come out based on the decisions that you make for him I mean I hope he's not gonna be an asshole right I think that's you know, every- like I, I hope he's not gonna like feel I don't know I just I hope I'm making the right decisions right you no know? and um, I think everybody feels that way I think everybody feels that way and that's a lot of you know, the mom guilt comes in because every decision you make, you're like, oh my God, is this the right decision? Like, am am I making a decision that's going to be life altering? It's kind of like when you watch, I think it's the matrix because I've never, you know, Mm -hmm. full disclosure, I've never actually watched the movie, but what is it where like the flaps of a butterfly wings could change your entire like future? So it's kind of like that, like one decision that you make for your child now could change everything and that's such a tremendous like weight on your shoulders especially when you're doing like two or three or four of them you know because every kid's different so you have to make different decisions for every one of them it's like Mm -hmm. oh my god what if I make the wrong decision my kid turns out to be like I I don't know like an asshole or something it's so scary to think about right like the future is so scary especially now well, yeah, I was about to say. I'm and so then, scared for like how the world is going to end up being when Linky grows up. It's so- right. So not only do you have like the worry of what what am I doing wrong, but you also have the um the the weight of the outside things that you can't control, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, how do I fix that for? <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. It really is just so hard. It's so scary because you could like just screw up a whole other human being. Right. Like I got this. Without even realizing it. This whole human being depending on me to mold and shape them into a stand up citizen. Yeah. Am I doing this right? (laughs) Like I I want him to, you know, stand up for himself and 
you know, yeah. be sure of himself, but I don't want him to be an asshole either, you know? Right. There's such a fine line. And that's like with Callie right now, she's so bullheaded and stubborn. And I know when she gets older, that is going to be a great quality. Like she's not going to yeah. have anybody run over her. I think she's going to be a lot her. like you. Well, Cause yeah, you, but... you don't take no shit from anybody. Like you don't care. And I hope well, is going to be like me in some, in some ways, but I hope he's not like me in that way. I hope he's like his dad. Well, here's the thing. Alex isn't going to let you talk shit on me. He's not going to let you talk shit on his kid. He's not going to let you talk shit on him. Here's Alex the thing. won't even let you talk shit on our dogs. If Callie is anything like me, which she is, she is exactly like me. But growing up, I was literal hell. Like literal hell on earth. Girl, you ain't got to tell me. I remember. Walking flames. Bad as hell. Always in trouble. I am not ready to deal with that. <laughs> I am not. I do not know. Like, I do not have time to be going to the school all the time to get Callie because she's done beat some kid up because they called her a name or something. Like, yeah. <sighs> but like I was saying, like, I know in time that her bullheaded, her stubbornness is going to be a great quality. I've just got to get through, like, how do you, like, there's a fine line between disciplining, uh, disciplining her to a point to where she still has that bullheadedness yeah. without breaking that spirit. You know, it's yeah. just, it's just so, so it's hard. Line. It actually is like, I didn't think it was going to be like this nerve wracking to be a mom. Listen, I used to be one of those moms. Well, before I was even a mom, which I shouldn't even open my mouth because I, I had no input on the situation because I was not a mom anyway I used to be one of those people where I'm like stay at home mom like why are you complaining like it's gonna be the easiest thing in, in this entire world to do like all you do is sit at home with your kid and now that I'm doing it this shit is ridiculous like I want a refund <laughs> like I'm don't get me wrong I love it and I like plan on doing it for a really long time right well I have it, to it because I'm be homeschooled like- well, yeah, same. <laughs> but like, I do plan on like getting like a work from home job eventually, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I guess I still stay at home. Anyways, I just feel like it's easy in a sense where, you know, you don't have to wake up and leave and, you know, get your well, kid ready to go to school. Everything is easy in a sense. Yeah. Everything is hard. But it is, it is hard because like, everything falls on you you know oh yeah yeah because, because it's I'm not home just... all day I I feel like I'm expected Alex doesn't expect anything right. you know but I obviously obviously I'm gonna have dinner waiting on him when he gets home you know bitch coming up with dinner ideas every <laughs> single day every day listen I'm glad <laughs> that's why I'm glad at work at night I don't have to Michael does it okay but sometimes I'll put something like in the crock pot or the instapot so it's ready that when he gets home so we can eat when he gets home yeah but he gets home at 5 30 that is not dinner time to me when I was when I was growing up like dinner time was like 7 30 8 o'clock <laughs> so I'm used to eating like late at night compared to most people yeah and so for me to eat at five I'm gonna be hungry again oh yeah so Same. there's no there's no point in me eating at five because I can just save my appetite for another two hours and actually eat at seven. 
yeah it's it's actually really hard to come up with different dinner ideas every single night and that's why sometimes I don't do it <laughs> just like like and I then can't I call tell you how many times I'm like hey um so I made link this for you know supper do you want right. to get Zaxby's right <laughs> do you just want to pick something up no I guess there's a lot of basically there's a lot of different ways and and kind of circling back to the the parents parenting styles like basically the whole point of this is everybody does it different yep do what works for you don't worry about the labels that are put on it because I damn sure don't especially at this point mm-hmm. after we started doing research into parenting styles I was like that is not me I don't care <laughs> like I don't care what your little quiz says or what your little box of a parenting style says that's not that's not my parenting like that's not who I am yeah. so let's just throw the labels out do what's working for us figure out what works for us um you know and and just it's your household it's your kids as mm-hmm. long as they're fed clothed mentally emotionally physically um healthy got a roof over their head it yep do what works for you and y'all are gonna hear that a lot on this podcast because that's all that's I mean that's what we that's what we believe in that's what we stand for yeah, for sure do what works for you and and you know fuck the labels and, and throw them out the window because they really don't mean anything it's like I was telling Shay before there was a social media you know nobody gave a damn what other moms were doing what other moms thought about what they were doing in their own household how you were raising your kids like it did not matter so let's go back to that (laughs) stop stop worrying and comparing yourself to other moms because that's going to ensue a lot of mom guilt Mm -hmm. that's going to make you feel worse about yourself because you have anything sorry go ahead maybe that mom has more time to do more of the things you know maybe she has a maid that comes to her house and help her clean but she doesn't post that you know there's always more behind mm-hmm. what is posted on the internet so and 90 percent of the stuff is like cropped edited and photoshopped to make you feel worse <laughs> so I don't believe anything I see on the internet and I damn sure don't compare myself to anybody that's on the internet I mean I, I do, do. I'm, I'm, about to say I'm actually do. really bad about it I'm really bad about like like I I think I told you this the other day there's babies in my January baby group that are already walking and I'm like why isn't Link walking you know like what what can I do to help him get to where he needs to be right no I feel you because Mason's not walking either but you also have to take into consideration boys mature and learn a lot slower than girls yeah do not only that but it is there's a there's a study out there that shows extended crawling leads to better developmental mental mental development did i oh oh, yeah i feel like you told me about that okay (laughs) i couldn't remember if i said the words right um the mental development of a kid is better it the longer they crawl the extended crawling okay so um there's always a plus side to everything in my opinion um what do you feel the most guilty about like what is your main source of mom guilt right now yeah or just in general i don't know if we if if we want to get like real deep into it like are we trying to get like real deep into it 
that's up to you. If you, I, I'll go first. I feel like I'm, I feel really guilty that like, I'm not the Pinterest mom that wakes up every morning and makes, you know, like this three course breakfast and we go on walks to the park and right. No, I can feel guilt about that. As far as like Mason goes, I feel really guilty and I know I shouldn't disclaimer. I guess a couple trigger warning warnings need to be added with Callie. I feel extremely guilty. Not that she doesn't have her biological father because she has everything that she needs as a father and right that's her daddy but I feel extremely guilty that I and and I know she doesn't remember I I feel guilty that she went through what she did in the first year of her life yeah like extreme guilt extreme guilt and there's no way for me to fix it and it's not my fault so so it kind of like um it I don't know how to explain it like it's it's not my fault but at the same time I picked him you know what I mean yeah but I didn't know that that was going to turn out the way that it was going to yeah you never do right because in the beginning it was picture perfect and and we'll get into it further maybe if we do an episode on on things like that maybe domestic abuse or, or things like that but we've both been through it I mean it it tears me up to know that her bio dad wants nothing to do with her like I have text messages where where he's texting me and told me that he doesn't he wants to sign his rights over to her that's so sad I'm so sorry yeah it's something that I've coped with and it's something that she doesn't have to because luckily she was young enough to not know what was going on right so that that is a plus right absolutely I also feel super super guilty that like I don't want another kid like if we have another one they're going to be adopted and I've talked about that in like other episodes right but like I physically do not want to have another one and if we're not able to adopt we just won't have another one well I don't want another kid period because I'm not bringing another one into a world like today's and I agree with that but also I feel bad because like once Alex and I are gone and like dead Uh Link's not gonna have anybody right like he's not gonna have a sister or a brother to be like damn do you remember when we were kids and mom and dad took us here and oh yeah have that. right I'm yelling at me for it you hear him I'm sorry <laughs> um I think though you know he'll have I mean obviously he'll have us you know, yeah. my kids and and cousins and stuff like that but I get what you're saying too like I get that I get that like sibling bond so and and I don't know if you want to talk about it or not but like I know when my uncle Sean passed away that you and the girls had to go through that yeah so that's something that y'all went through together mm-hmm. okay say so I didn't I didn't get too far into that with you I, I don't think we've ever talked about that feel like it brought us closer in right. a way you know because mm-hmm. you know we were never really that close because it is, it's really hard yeah it's really hard to be close with someone who was born when you were becoming a teenager you know well I mean think about a teenager but you know what I mean I was 14 years old when I when I got new siblings yeah like for me it was just like how can I connect with a baby I'm 10 years old like right 
Yeah. No, no I completely understand because like I say, mine are 13, 12 and 13 years younger than me. Completely understand it. But and I, there's I no that it did bring us closer in a way. Yeah, I'm sure it did. You go through a traumatic event like that with somebody, you're automatically closer to them. You automatically bond in a different way. Oh, yeah. So I think um, we can come to a close at this point. And let's just, you know, recap everything. Basically, what we're here to say today is don't worry about the boxes Mm -hmm. or the labels that are put on how you parent. Because everyone's going to judge you no matter what. Absolutely. Throw the judgment out the window. Throw the labels out the window. Throw the boxes mm-hmm. out the window. Just throw it all away and do what works for you and your kids. Because if, you, I mean, even if you have multiple kids, each one's going to be different. The way you oh, yeah. parent each one of them is going to be different. You can have the same like structure basis of it, but it's never going to be exact. T for T the same. Mm-hmm. Every kid's different. So you got to treat every one of them differently um also you're not alone in feeling the mom guilt or the mom shame over how you parent your kids you're not alone in you know feeling like you're not doing enough or doing too much in some cases um just the the basics of the podcast you're not alone (laughs) that's what we're here for always let you know that you're not alone yep so we'll talk with you guys next week I'm not putting in a, I'm not putting in a, t- a topic of what we're going to do next week because I'm not yeah. decided. <laughs> not Please decided send us to. in your monster-in-law story so we can do a part two that people are asking for, which I'm excited for because that was my favorite. I love tea. Yes. Especially when it's not my own. <laughs> right. Hey moms, moms to be, moms of the spawn. I'm here with Shay as always. And Linky. And we are very excited for today's episode. I know last week we told you guys that it was going to be parenting styles, but we're leaning more towards parenting preferences, parenting techniques, you know, the do's and don'ts of our household and what's worked mm-hmm. for us. Um, so let's get right into it, guys. 